The H1B Guy here, and today, the H1B Guy news for the week ending March 11th, 2022. Today I'll cover Relief Act introduced, proposed H1B reform, and Omnibus excludes green card backlog. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguide.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, and by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. Now, the news. Well, I'd like to thank everyone who took time to join me on Wednesday for the H1B Guy Live on March 9th, 2022, where I continued the discussion around the H1B lottery, immigration reform, as well as the visa bulletin. If you haven't had a chance, please check that post out. Here are the news stories that interested me most for this week. On March 7th, 2022, from Senator Catherine Cortez Masto news release titled, Cortez Masto introduces legislation to eliminate the green card backlog. Quote, today, U.S. Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, Democrat from Nevada, joined Senator Dick Durbin, Democrat from Illinois, in introducing the Resolving Extended Limbo for Immigrant Employees and Families Relief Act to eliminate the family and employment green card backlog. Almost 4 million future Americans on the Department of State's immigrant visa waiting list, in addition to hundreds of thousands of immigrants in the U.S. who are also waiting for green cards. However, under current law, only 226,000 family green cards and 140,000 employment-based green cards are available annually. Children and spouses of lawful permanent residents, LPRs, count against these numbers, further restricting the number of available green cards. The Relief Act is co-sponsored by Senators Patrick Leahy, Democrat from Vermont, Mazi Hirono, Democrat from Hawaii, Tammy Duckworth, Democrat from Illinois, and Alex Padilla, Democrat from California. Along with eliminating the family and employment green card backlog within five years, this bill will help American families together by classifying spouses and children of LPRs as immediate relatives and exempting derivative beneficiaries of employment-based petitions from annual green card limits. It will also protect aging out children who qualify for LPR status based on parents' immigration petition and lift per-country limitations. Specifically, the Relief Act will eliminate family and employment green card backlog within five years in order which applications were filed, keep American families together by classifying spouses and children of LPRs as immediate relatives, and exempting derivative beneficiaries of employment-based petitions from annual green card limits, protecting aging out children who qualify for LPR status based on a parent's immigration petition, and lift per-country limitations. 
Does anyone else find the irony in this legislation being introduced less than 48 hours before the latest version of the Omnibus was released? I'm also trying to connect the dots on why this piece of legislation was released versus a Senate version of the Eagle Act. This is a very clear statement in the direction that Senate Democrats want to pursue in order to eliminate the green card backlog and per-country quotas on employment-based green cards. I'm assuming this implies we will not see a Senate version of the Eagle Act, but I believe it still could happen. The Fairness for High-Skilled Immigrants Act, Senate Bill S-386, was the closest bipartisan solution to clear the green card backlog that we've ever seen, and it died a very painful death at the end of 2020. I just hope that the Relief Act isn't an illusion from a master magician with eyes on a much bigger gag. On March 8th, 2022, from Staffing Industry Analyst, titled Senators Introduced Bill That Would Toughen H-1B Visa Usage. Quote, with some such as Senator Grassley and Senator Durbin have criticized the H-1B program, proponents say it's needed to provide access to needed talent, including tech workers. However, it's unlikely this bill will become law given the partisan divide, said Mark Roberts, CEO of TechServe Alliance. The partisan divide is particularly acute on immigration issues. If it were to become law, it would be highly disruptive to the IT staffing industry, making access to H-1B candidates more difficult, Roberts said. It would exacerbate the challenge in meeting client needs amidst an already severe technical talent shortage. The bill, which is numbered S-3720, has been referred to committee on the judiciary. It's no surprise that the CEO of TechServe Alliance is speaking out against the H-1B and L-1 Visa Reform Act, as it would severely limit the amount of third-party worksite placements for IT staffing firms via H-1B visa holders. It would also impose penalties via the 50-50 rule, which had bipartisan support in its previous iteration via the Fairness for High-Skilled Immigrants Act, which would also place limits on talent pipelines. I do agree that this piece of legislation that has been submitted to the Senate Judiciary Committee is unlikely to become law, in fact, I don't believe we'll see this text in its entirety hit the Senate floor. However, I do think that similar language may be used in the future as part of a larger comprehensive immigration reform initiative. The talent supply gap continues to remain a constant issue in the IT staffing industry, and further restricting the H-1B visa, as the article said, will only exacerbate that issue. On March 9, 2022, in an article written by Ellen Gilmer for Bloomberg Government titled Green Card Backlog Fix Dropped from Lawmakers Budget Deal, quote, immigrants stuck in chronic green card backlogs lost out on policy solution and government funding deal lawmakers unveiled earlier Wednesday. The Department of Homeland Security spending bill omits previously drafted provisions that would have salvaged unused immigrant visas from recent fiscal years beset by processing delays. House and Senate appropriators in bills proposed 
last year had included measures to recapture family and employment-based immigrant visa numbers from fiscal 2020 and 2021. Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut, the Senate's top Homeland Security appropriator, previewed the move Tuesday, noting that many policy provisions had to be dropped during negotiations with Republicans. There was a limited appetite for those riders, Murphy said, referring to policy provisions that lawmakers often try to attach to must-pass appropriations bills. The omission is a blow to green card seekers who have pushed for years for a legislative solution as available green cards go unissued because of federal officials can't process applications quickly enough. More than 200,000 immigrant visas in the family and employment categories went to waste last year. The news of the House approving the omnibus federal spending bill broke very late Tuesday night, early Wednesday morning, as the text became public. It soon became a harsh reality for the million-plus individuals in the employment-based green card backlog that they would not be included in this legislation. Left out completely was the green card recapture tax that would have allowed for employment-based numbers that were not utilized in 2020 and 2021 to be reapplied without expiration. Estimated to be well over 100K employment-based green cards um, that were not issued and went to waste for employment-based preferences over the past two years has been a point of contention for the green card backlog community. The good news, though, stemming from the $1.5 trillion spending bill is over $200 million is earmarked for USCIS, and the EB-5 Regional Center Program will be extended through September 30th of 2027. We'll continue to monitor the progress of the EGLE Act or the newly proposed Relief Act as to whether or not they will be a solution to help solve this ongoing and growing crisis of the green card backlog. For the full post on the H1B Guy News for the week ending March 11th, 2022, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's post is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. If you're interested in finding out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below and someone from Syndesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. And also by perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your cost and overhead associated with PERM labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.